Alright everybody, welcome back to Nerdendum, the podcast where the nerds from Nerdcyclopedia talk about whatever's on their mind right then. I'm Scott. And I'm Sam. He's still Sam. And we are coming to you live today from the fabulous Nerdcyclopedia studios. Woo! <laughs> back in the friendly confines here after some uh you know, some away teamwork, mm-hmm. which is always fun. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but we're happy to be home. Yep, yep, yep. Home with the nerds. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing just fine. How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right you all know. Right, all right. We're back to see our fellow so, peoples, our fellow yes. nerds, because they love us. That's, you know. That's right. They've they've told us before. Maybe. <laughs> but they're just they're nerds. They can't tell us openly. They send us weird notes. They leave weird presents we don't want. Just weird notes. <laughs> our, our fans are stalking us so quietly we don't even notice. Uh, the one or two ones. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, so so as you've probably understood from the title of this episode, we're gonna talk about season eight of Game of Thrones today. Uh, I'm sort of glad we decided to wait till the end to do this because I wanted to have my thoughts together. Yep, yep. About about this season, and you know, um, what's great is we, this will pair nicely with our prediction podcast we did over at Con, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. pair nice. So go check out our, our our predictions if you want to, you know, see how wrong we were. <laughs> um, you know, they, they they had some tricks up the sleeve. Sure All right, did. so 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 I know I know that I'm more positive on this season than you are. I think I probably still am, although I'm not as positive now as I was after episode three when I dropped the blog about, um, you know, The Long Night, which if you haven't read, you should check out on our website, nerdcyclopedia.com. Mm-hmm. Some cool content out there. Um, but I wanted to see what, where... So scale of one to ten, right? Ten being, um, you know, the Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, or something, some Wagnerian epic of, you know, emotional heft and scale mm-hmm. and... And depth. Mm-hmm. I mean, where to, to one, which would be I don't know, like Back to the Future, the video game on NES. <laughs> where, <laughs> where, which is not a tale of anything other than frustration. Oh man, you're going back. Come on, mother, awesome. give me a kiss, mother. <laughs> Terrible kid. Oh no, mother's kisses. What will I do? Oh, All right, man. sorry. Man, uh, might as well bring the Back to the Future cartoon in here too, you know. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, <laughs> Let that die. Let that stay dead. <laughs> While we're at it, let's bring the Duke's Azer cartoon in here too, man. Remember that? You know, with the talking you pigs and back. stuff. I don't know. I don't think I even saw that. I don't know if I've even heard That's of that. That's why one. they got YouTube. <laughs> All right, so we'll YouTube that later. Anyway. Well, you, 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 you made a good tease there, so before we even get into that, let's you know, get some house yes. cleaning stuff out the way. Number okay, one, okay. let's um, you know tell them um, where they can find us. Well, you can you can find us at nerdcyclopedia.com, mm-hmm. which is our website. We can find links to all of our work, even our blog posts and musings and writings, mm-hmm. and the links to our other podcasts, which are Nerdcyclopedia, mm-hmm. uh, this podcast, which is Nerddendum, mm-hmm. and of course Sam and Scott are watching Watchmen, our brand new project centered around the next big hbo show which is Watchmen. oh man we cannot wait we love doing that one and we're going um, from Ooh. each issue you know from one through 12 we're going to be talking about doomsday clock we're going to be talking about the Watchmen movie all leading up to Watchmen when it comes out this fall that's right so keep your eyes peeled for those episodes also keep your eyes peeled to this space we'll be dropping in interviews from authors artists you know creators people who have original ideas um, so those will be coming intermittently as we're able to get those on the schedule. I've reached out to a couple, you know, creators, so I'm excited about, I'm excited to kind of get that done. I really enjoyed doing that at the con we did, Sam. Yep, and, yep, uh, over at Steel you know, City. I think we're really, yeah, that was really awesome, mm-hmm. actually. I like, maybe had a lot of, f- more fun doing that than anything else we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, housekeeping-wise, we're planning on doing more of those, so I'm excited, uh, we're gonna continue that project, which is really yeah, nice. Yep, yep, you know, getting, on um, the creators on board, seeing, um, we you know what they're doing and getting the word out for their projects and everything is something that we know we, we love doing here. You know, if, like Scott said, make sure you're checking out our website, nursecopedia.com, and also checking out our social media at Nursecyclopedia on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's right. And make sure you're guilting your friends for not doing that if they aren't <laughs> make sure they know they should be and they should feel bad if they're not yeah pretty so, pretty, uh, pretty much and after you know you listen to us rant and rave about you know um game of thrones anything that we talk about here just um hit us drop us a uh, some feedback at nerds at uh nerds <laughs> at nerdcyclopedia.com that's right 
We're the nerds. Yes, we are. So, yeah, and if you send us feedback about other stuff that doesn't belong in there, don't worry. We'll, we'll ridicule it. Yeah, we can, so, we can sift through all that. Keep your stuff together. All right, <laughs> so Game of Thrones, Season 8. Sam, where are you at? Scale of 1 to 10. 6. Okay, okay. 6. I, I, okay. I, 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 would, I was, would rate it lower, but the first two episodes to me were strong. And mm-hmm. the um, episode, the, what was it? Episode five? No, episode five. Yeah, episode five was strong. Strong. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So that's where I'm at. <clears throat> okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So still, still a little positive. Mm-hmm. Where was your, where was your low point for the season? Where was your high point? So I, I think what um. So so after all this, all these years of being invested in this in this um. Um, in this show, I'm not a book reader, so um, I, 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 I do read books. I'm not. I didn't read the the, <laughs> the song of Ice and Fire books, <laughs> so don't ask. I don't don't have, Please don't actually hate Sam, or maybe you want to. But um, I, I'm not a reader. I what I'm, I'm I probably will start reading the books because I think I want more out of this than what I've actually uh-huh. gotten. But uh, what really struck me when um as far as when i seen things going off the rails was when they uh the third episode the long night okay okay so that was when the um when our our fearless or you know our, our heroes um battled the white walkers the the quote-unquote you know big bad of the whole you know show or what have you or or so we thought um mm-hmm. so as as that battle started, it was one of the most impressive visual things that I've ever seen, you know, on a TV medium, you know, um, and just to see that play out, um, it was it was just amazing. But as the episode was progressing for me, I started to notice, OK, well, as much as 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 much as anything that was going on in the show as everything was going on in the show. As far as like the mm-hmm. battles and you know all these, um, you know the it was so great how they did, had the Darth Rekka go out and you know um, Melisandre came and lit up their swords and stuff. That was just some awesome visual stuff. But nobody of significant importance to me um, was dying. You know mm-hmm. they were just um, you know Brienne was caught up on a bunch of zo- you know a bunch of zombies were caught up on Brienne and she escaped. Okay, you know, um, mm. um, Jamie, you know, was backed into a corner and he escaped. Um, so <laughs> this that episode has so much plot plot armor around yeah. their main characters who they needed to, um, you know, advance um, uh, other stories in future episodes. You know that it was just in it was just um, not I, I was in disbelief on how they survived. You know, of okay. course, we had Jorah, you know, who, who who died and we had um Ed, you know, you know, who died as well. But I mean, honestly, who really cares about Jorah like that? You know, he was a um, uh, um uh, he, he loved Danny to death. But, yeah, you know, Danny seemed to be really, you know, distraught over him. But I wasn't <laughs> right. Right. <sighs> so. So that's where it went off the rails for me. That's that's what. OK. That's what. You know, just started me just to really like, hmm. And things, I, I just want to, before you start, it happened too quickly. Oh. The, 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 as much as that happened during that episode, everything up until, you know, Arya killing Night King just, just seems like this was too easy. Mm hmm. And I was disappointed. I felt like a cheat. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm a seven out of ten. All right, one because one above me. I, I I liked the episode three more than you did. Okay. So I thought the spectacle and effects and the way they shot all that and everything made it seem pretty. It made it. I thought I just thought it was worth it for the just the spectacle alone. Oh, full full disclosure um, too. I love the Night King. So I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in the bag for the why. Night King. So that's probably why I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a little bit more disappointed than Scott. But go ahead. Salmon is salmon is icy heart. Uh, <laughs> So, so I thought about it, and I, and I, and I was texting Sam earlier because he he's the one that said let's get this on tape now, and I was like I'm not sure about you know what I what I, what I want to say, and so here what I think is that season eight should have been better than it is. I've thought about the the plot and the story, and I think it should have been better. Okay. I think we should be sitting here talking about the Wagnerian epic that is this this story, mm-hmm. and I think that you know they were close, and what they missed was so little, but the things that they missed. 
uh, you know, kind of really made it, it just made it, it made everything awesome, but also sort of like hollow, you know? So where did it go like off a, the rails with you? For me, I think that, I really think that, you know, they needed to do more to show Daenerys, Daenerys's hot streak before this, before the Battle of King's Landing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that's one big fault that I found is that, I think if they, I think they really wish they would have known that this was going to happen when they started making this show. Okay, you know, I think if you go back and you recast some of her ruthlessness differently and change the score in five or six places over the the seventy three episodes, I think all of this lands like <laughs> huge, like a huge slam, right? You know, because they're like, oh man, she's constantly being tempted, she's constantly being tempted, right. but because they've been playing it straight, right? Yeah, they've been treating her like she is the meat, the Misha, right? The Misha. They've been treating her like she's legit. This. The savior of yes, the world, right? Yes, yes. They haven't been there's yes. they haven't been undercutting that at all anywhere. So that's why I felt so random that all of a sudden, right, all these sort of things pop up to make to make Daenerys, you know, sort of losing her shit a little bit, right? Losing, and, losing and her, cool. Anakin Skywalker. She's all of a sudden she exactly. goes to the dark side. Exactly. So so I felt like but I felt like all the things that she did were there. I mean, she crucified every slave owner in Marine, right? Yeah. Like she crucified these guys and has left them up there. Yeah. She's had it. But these things always seem, oh, we excuse it because it's justified and all that. And right, I just right. think that there should have been there's there's a way to emphasize those sort of things that she did that were darker a little bit more that would have made it. That, so that's the miss for me. Right. So right. I can very specifically say that's the miss. I've I've thought about the ending of the show mm-hmm. and the episodes five and six. Right. Okay. Okay. So Daenerys is, takes King's Landing when in what was just. Uh, such an awesome spectacle that I don't think I can hate. I don't. I don't care if it didn't land for me that she turned. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Seeing what the dragons can really do mm-hmm. um, to me was worth was worth the price of admission. And honestly, I couldn't do less than a seven because of that alone. Okay. Um, I think that you know, for me, I think that the real problem ultimately is probably going to be a George Martin problem, and that's that I think that they needed to reverse the order of these happenings. Reverse the order as far as what? Cersei, then the Night King. I, I think that here's here's my thing. <laughs> it's so funny that here's you say my thing. that. It's so funny that you say that because <laughs> I got that Sam evil laugh or whatever. But yeah, I, I that that was my expectation of how things <laughs> should have gone. You know, you have handle you do Cersei because she is. How can you have a bigger enemy? Or greater threat than the Night King. Exactly. So for me, for me, it's like this. It's like, you know, the problem with having the Battle of Winterfell in the middle of this season, mm-hmm. and and you needing all of these set piece characters to be in King's Landing is that the stakes were low during the Battle of Winterfell mm-hmm. because you knew the trajectory of these stories all carried them past this battle. Yes. Right? Yes. Great and way of in putting. Fact, it. Great way of putting. In it. fact. Apart from the characters that did die, mm-hmm. which include mm-hmm. Beric Dondarrion, who's been literally killed on screen before, <laughs> <laughs> and Jorah Mormont, who literally had a life a life altering disease, right? Yeah. If you hack the northern plot out of this season and we pick up and it's episode five, mm-hmm. then episode six, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, we are sitting here after two weeks saying, oh my god, can you believe they had the balls to end episode two like they did, right? Right, right. Sending John up north. Right. Everybody sort of, the new status quo existing, right? right. The new status quo existing. And then, you know, then mm-hmm. the Night King emerges, right? And all the stuff that's been happening since the Night King pushed down, since the Night King put down the wall. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, you know, the, the dragon's gone. That should be out of the picture by now because Daenerys is dead and Drogon isn't isn't willing to help the world of the living, right? He's not coming <laughs> He's back. He's not coming back, right. So this fight at Winterfell should be much more dire and it should be much more dark because nobody should think they're coming back from this. Also, it would have saved us Brienne just getting, I mean, just left. Like, I didn't deserve just, that. Just I mean, that dropped, ending. You know, I mean, man. Jamie Kang, you know, he hit and quit it. <laughs> but he never even had to go north, you know what I mean? Ah, like the, yes, the narrative yes, didn't I mean, demand that of him. Yeah. He never should have gone north because he should have just died in King's Landing and he should have been at the parlay with Tyrion and that parlay is what should be getting him. So You know, that's, that's what should have driven the treason accusation against him because he would have told them tomorrow's happening, right? Right, right. He would have been giving them forewarning. Right, right, right. I mean, his his arc was, you know, he... um. 
you know, he wanted to fight for the living and everything. Then, okay, the you know, the, the they defeat the dead, and all of a sudden, okay, well, I'm 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 of no more use here. They're going to kill my no. sister. I'm, I'm sorry, kill my uh, yeah, kill my sister. Really, you know, they're going to kill. So I got to go back and be with her, but literally with no no explanation as to why. Just the fact mm-hmm. of you know, well, I'm not a good person anyway. You know, um, after all this time of just building him up to be, uh, you know, have have, have some sort of redemption about his character, it was just a a, a sudden turn for him. Um, mm-hmm. I think um um after after watching because I had watched that um episode five again, that was such a great mm-hmm. episode. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. I, 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 I don't understand I, people I, that didn't I, like I, it. I, I just don't care. I, I, I think my good. instant reaction when I first seen it was disappointment because. I didn't expect Danny to just turn heel like that, you know, just go mm-hmm. just just Anakin Skywalker and just do that. I'm like, after all these years of, like you said, her being, a, you know, uh, being considered a Mesa, um, uh, Misha um, and getting the um, and having all these people. She literally spent seasons getting people behind her. She had to convince the Dothraki. She had to convince the Unsully. She had to convince mm-hmm. all these people. And for it to be just undone to me. Um, in a matter of, of 40 minutes, uh, uh, I'm sorry, a 90 minute stretch or whatever, which is what that episode was, was, was a, a disappointment. The spectacle of it though was, oh man, it was awesome. You know, she did to, to, it's, it's, it was almost like, okay, what, what was the reason why you guys killed that dragon? The, um, the, 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 um, the episode beforehand. You know, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. What I'm exactly what I'm talking about. My problem is the through line up north because everybody, everybody, Isaac Newtonian, right? right. Everybody was already in motion to the places they were going to go for episodes five and six, right, right? Right. Everyone's already in motion there. Then they stop, right. go north and deal with everything, right? right. Literally nothing changes. <laughs> no character relationship changes. No characters come to grudging acceptance of each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sansa doesn't acknowledge Daenerys' supremacy now, re- reluctantly because the dragons were the key factor, you know, for winning that battle. Right. You know, uh, literally, if nothing would have happened up north, period, you wouldn't even have noticed a difference in the south, right? You could skip those episodes and then just tell me the Night King was still out there, and I believe it, it, the, the Night King, the whole Night King point. As much as I'm in a bag for that guy. It's, it's irrelevant. Why Why did the yes. battle even happen? Why was there a need to even have this character to to really be as as a built-up existential type threat if you weren't really going to use him properly, you know? Exactly. Um, and I think if you're going to give me, if you give me Arya stabs the Night King at the end of, like, episode five, just slightly, we switch three and five okay. around, right? Uh-huh. And obviously all the incumbent plot elements that would have to make that happen, right? right. So blah, 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 right. whatever. And, we're, and, and they did it the way, this way it would work. Imagine you've got the entire, like, battle, the entire world is there. Let's say, let's say they send all the armies of Westeros up north, right? Mm-hmm. They say, we, ha- we understand this is a threat. We're going we're gonna to unite. We're going to send everything up north. Right. And then you get the anti-climax, right? Of the Night King just basically having his army stay out and then going after, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Going after the Godswood for whatever reason, because Bran's there maybe, and maybe that's why everyone's up north, right? Which I have, a, which I have a problem with, but we'll get to that. Uh, very well. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of problems with that, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that story, that anticlimax is like, you know, it's rough because... There's a double. This is a double anticlimax season, right? <laughs> yes. The the Night King conflict was harrowing, but ultimately fruitless. An anticlimax because of the back doorway they beat the Night King. Right, right. Right. The the Battle of King's Landing was an anticlimax because it wasn't a battle; it was a rout. Right. Oh yeah. All that build yes. up, all yes. that build up, yes. all that build up, and then just yeah. a five minute just flattening. Right. Yeah. So that's why it feels so dull now because there was two anticlimaxes, and you can only really have. One of those in a time you can't ha- end you, the story you, on an anti- all anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, and two anticlimactic battles to really not have one, at least one of them, be significant is is disappointing. You built this whole thing up only for Danny to be the one to destroy everything. If she, they, yeah. the battle was won. Yep, the battle was won, but she was the one. That destroyed everything. Not 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 the Golden Company. Not you know. Not Dunsully. Not not all the other soldiers and everything. Nothing happened to really set her off. There wasn't some sort of incumbent thing. So that's that's when I say it, it didn't really like. I think like it was maybe 
a little bit of reordering and like mm-hmm. three missing scenes mm-hmm. in the course of the season away from being a ten. I think that three, you can feasibly uh, do this. Three, three missing scenes. Really? I think you can. I think you can get there. Okay. I think they're important ones, but you can get there. I'm gonna try to get there. Okay. Actually, that's my my challenge to myself. I'm gonna see <laughs> what can I add in here that's gonna make this a little bit better. I think you have to show me. You have to show me number one. I, I mean, even little things like this, like John telling his sisters about his heritage. How right? could that have been robbed from us? You. The show, you need to the, show the, me that. And you need to t- show me his motivation is because he can't let them think his father, their father cheated on their mother. He can't let it be because he knows it would bother Ned, right? right. That has to be the reason he's telling them that. He never even says that. He doesn't even tell Daenerys that's why he does it, right? He says, I can't. I feel an obligation to this man who lied and sacrificed his own honor to protect me and allowed his name to be sullied so I would live. Right, right, right. Right? He doesn't even say anything like that. We don't even see Ned's face really when he tells him because he should be telling him in the crypts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yes, exactly. So right? for me, I mean, you didn't even—you didn't even have the decency, by the way, to have them find some sort of token of Rhaegar Targaryen's esteem in his and you know Jon Snow's mother's vault, which would have obviously put you know the the torch to the lie that he's not a Targaryen, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You couldn't even give me something like that. I'm not saying any of these fan theories have to pay off, but it just feels like there's like two uh, things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Things like Jon Snow does not seem like a threat to Daenerys at any point in time. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say he's a threat. Mm-hmm. He refuses to to overthrow her. And he won't even take the throne for himself when that's the reason they tell him to get, get rid he, of her, he right? He keeps saying that, that he doesn't want the throne. Varys comes at him, you know what I'm saying? John, John, you know, you know, he pretty much intimates, you know, you need to do something. John says, I doesn't want it. Danny's my queen. You know, Daenerys is my queen. You know, um, this I don't I don't want to have to deal with any of this. I mean, that's pretty much he's been consistent. In his um um of not wanting the throne after all this time, but the fact of the matter is that is his lineage. He's a Targaryen or half Targaryen mm. or whatever, but he is the rightful heir. But nothing really. It, but but the motivation is just lost from the beginning of when he didn't tell his um. Well, I'm sorry when we didn't see him tell his sisters. Um, we 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 don't know his motivations on doing that. We also don't see their reactions. Game of Thrones is built on um, the details of people talking, you know, in um, in um, in rooms, um, you know, detailing how they feel about certain things. That's what made us love this show is is it wasn't a um, it's, it, it wasn't a typical show where you can go from plot point to plot point and people, um, you know, talk characters talk in cliffhangers. OK, well. Um, you know, Tyrion um, makes a uh, tell tells Davos that um, I need you to I need a favor from you, and you mm-hmm. know Davos says, "Well, I hope it's not a um what what the hell did he say? You know, he he says something quippy or whatever, but we know what the favor is. Um, uh, but we've never we with the Game of Thrones was the show to spell it out for you, and Davos would have been uh, asking the reason why do I need to smuggle Jamie into King's Landing? What is the reason for us to do that? We, 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 we were robbed of the chance to knowing these customers' intimate motivations to get us to that point to where if the, if the creators and showrunners are going to make the decisions that they make, um, we, need, we just need to know, uh, 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 get a better reason of why. Mm-hmm. And until I saw the finale, mm-hmm. I was a lot more positive on the season because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, maybe, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe I don't like the story they're telling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can at least say, okay, I don't like what they're doing here, but I can get, I can deal with okay. it. Okay. Um, but the finale made me think, I mean, if this was actually the story you were telling, <laughs> you seem to be... You could backtrack you know, a whole lot of things that are now flaws. Yeah, if you would have showed me just, let's say, mm-hmm. you showed me just episode five and episode six, okay. and you just told me what happened the rest of the season. Right. I would think this is such an amazing, epic finale of television, the best thing that had ever been... You know, ever been filmed, if, and the reason is because I would assume you, you had to and not, get... not that you actually seen it. If it was told to you, exactly. Okay. If I just had to get filled in real quick, okay. and then we watched the last two episodes, okay. I would think this was incredible because I would assume they would have had to show me something about her. Tra- you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. They would have. I'd be like, oh, they must have showed me way more during those episodes. I just didn't see it, right? <laughs> but the problem is, I saw those episodes, Sam, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I must have missed something because they didn't show it to me. I guess just. I and, guess I just and, didn't see it. And you're so used to Game of Thrones showing it to you, right? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you so you so used to Game of Thrones. Um, that's that's how we, like I said, fell in love with the show. That's you know, you know, it, it was a complex and deep show, and 
to make the argument that okay, you 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 lost the source material. We had no after season six or whatever, five or six or whatever, when they ran out of source um, material from um, George R. R. Martin and everything. To me, you still had the motivation. You, you work with these characters long enough, you should know the words that they speak. You should know the 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 ways that they move. Even without mm-hmm. Martin's source material to guide you, you still st- you should st- you still should have a better way of guiding these characters and making them do some of the things that they need to do in logical sense. You know, I mean, at least let it pay off. At least if you're going to set up this long distance, you know, if you're going to throw a half court shot up there, when it hits, do the dance, <laughs> right? You have Arya Stark. Arya Stark literally vanquishes the monster from the nightmares of her people for thousands of thousands, generations with thousands, her bare hands, thousands. and you do not mention it again. She is oh. not thought of as a petrifying mythical figure. She's the slayer of like the boogeyman, except he's real and showed up, Scott, right? Scott, they she, had to get to other things. They did just, just they, mean, it, was, they, it was other things they had to get to. That was, uh, um, that they don't even mention that her reputation precedes her at that council meeting, and she literally murdered. They called Jamie Lannister the Kingslayer for killing exactly, the Mad King. Exactly. They don't have anything to say about her knifing a mythological terror of the night that and, wants to kill everyone and saving mankind, and they can't even be like. Yo, she's the Dawnbringer. Like, come on. Can, the, 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 the people of King's Landing have no idea what the threat was. I mean, did they even really know that there was a threat beyond the wall? Well, okay, everyone knew that there was a possible threat because, I mean, you know, by the time we went last year early on, he was like, okay, those are just myths and, you know, that, I mean, that was hearsay or whatever. But, um, but they knew that um, um, that there was something out there or, re- there or else there was no reason why that wall was built. You know, I um, mean, and you want to you want to just show me that, you know, Daenerys cannot broker the betrayal of Cersei Lannister. Mm-hmm. And she believes that it is the responsibility of incumbent on every occupant of King's Landing to overthrow her when she refused to send her armies north. Right. <laughs> when she backed out of that deal, she said, that is it. And she said to Jamie when he gets there, this is a your, my war with your sister will be a war of annihilation. She's not even saying things like that to him. Right. You know what I right. mean? Like the threat level wasn't even ratcheted up for that. It should have been, I am going to burn. She should have been saying that the whole season. Yeah. I will burn what I have to burn. Right. 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 It'll burn. Like you shouldn't be. And, and you know, all, all those... And I mean, even after episode five, I was thinking, all those shots of Cersei Lannister looking smug. You know, when she should have known what a dragon was going to do, right? And and I've told you this. I texted. We we, talk, we obviously chat about things uh, off, off mic. Right. We're not all on for you people. <laughs> uh, but what did I say last week? I said it recasts. The whole thing looks in a different light because you know what happens to Cersei Lannister, right? Yeah. The whole yeah. story of her as the queen trying to hold on to power, right? Trying to sacrificing what she has to sacrificing, burning down and murdering everything, all for the inevitability of this to happen to her. She looks foolish. I, it, 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 she it, looks like she's responsible for her own for her own it, demise it, it, because it, she refuses to knuckle it, under. It, um, it when 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 she was cast upon as smart, um, it now makes her look like an idiot. You know, yes. and, and, and I, I actually said, for, I, I don't know. I probably said this to you, Scott. I was, I was saying it to my brother, some of my friends or whatever. I always thought, seriously, you were an idiot in season seven because mm-hmm. if the, if the, if the white walkers get past the um people, of, um, you know, um, um, of John and everything, what are you going to do about that? You have no exactly. dragon glass. You have no um no no Valyrian steel. You don't know what or how to defeat these people, but just the, the just the information that you got based on that that council that John and um mm-hmm. um um had when they brought the um the white back to um you know King's Landing yep. and everything. Other than that, you have no idea you, how to trick him. You you you. So so, are you really that smart, Cersei? Just because you keep your armies behind and not have them go forward to help them in the battle of, um you know battle of Winterfell. I, I, I've never said that she was smart. I always thought that that was dumb because it actually it actually really tells a lot right now because there was a plot armor. It actually was a telling sign, Scott, because it was plot armor around the whole Battle of Winterfell that they were going to survive all that and have to go battle Cersei anyway. Exactly. So like, so the fact that they didn't they didn't kill more people up north that would have messed up the plot. Like I said, their trajectories stayed the same. 
right? Yeah. Nothing changed. So there's not even they should have had a hard time betraying each other because they should have found in each other fast companionship built up over the course of battling death. <laughs> Literally <laughs> you know I mean? battling death. The death. end of life. So they it should have been a they bigger been deal south. made of it. I mean, they didn't even add anything extra to Daenerys' name when she was talking to the... Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, they said she's the Stormborn because she was born during a thunderstorm, Sam. Yeah. She, these people all vanquished death. <laughs> they vanquished, they murdered death. They brought proof back that they did it. And it's just Daenerys Stormborn still. She would be... They, yeah, they, it's, they, it's they like should be something different about these people after this fight. And to me, the fact that that, that didn't pay off is probably the biggest sin of the entire season. John murdering Daenerys. Like, if that's the story, that's where that's going to go, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then I'm... Okay, fine. Okay. Like, fine. Right. I can make my peace with that, that happening. Right. Sending John up north. I, I can make my peace with the actual finale just fine mm-hmm. um but like i said i think you need to have <laughs> you need to have daenerys making threats that would have been directly related to john because she never threatened him at all she said we can live in peace but then even after he has obviously told everybody that he's really Aegon targaryen right mm-hmm. Does she say I'm gonna ban- banish you or vanquish you or I'm going to keep you under lock and key or I'm gonna make you my heir? I mean, no. The, the, she, she, she says I'm gonna make you my partner, I, right. and instead of and, and he just murders her instead of acting like maybe I can work with you on this, right? So she seems amenable to commentary. So, so, so I mean, but 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 by her actions at um um King's Landing, her burning them all, you know, what I'm saying burning all the people, you would think that she didn't I, like. I was actually in fear for, for john you know um that you know mm-hmm. last night's episode um i was in fear that he was gonna be- how is offering to make him like how is offering him to be like rule with me how is that the precipitating thing that causes him to decide to knife her <laughs> how there has to have been something there couldn't that couldn't be that doesn't make any sense so so in my opinion mm-hmm. i think that you know i really wish they would have known this was the story they were telling the whole time because i think it would be better i think if they make mm-hmm. the next the next time they remake this because i think that this series of novels is going to be one of those you know fantasy classes they're going to be making this every 20 years forever I think it'll be way better because I think they'll know the whole time mm-hmm. they're telling this story, and I think they'll tell it. Mm-hmm. But I think they were telling a different story until about a season and a half ago, right? Yeah. So, so it's an argument that can be made that because they didn't have the the tracking that George R. R. Martin is the material and everything that they lost their way and stuff. But I thought I would have thought that the the, the double D's had um. You know, they were had they had the the creative juice, whatever the talent, I should say, to to still continue making good stories. Because the one is actually an author. You know, I've heard he actually came out with some pretty decent books and everything. So I'm just confounded mm-hmm. as to why they decided to go these 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 typical trope directions um, for the last two seasons, really the last season of this show. And it, frankly, I I think. I think, uh, not speaking for everyone and everything, you know, all the listeners and stuff, but I think it's not so much the way it went as far as like this finale is how it is, how it went. You know, we, we were robbed of a lot of, um, a lot of details and a lot of, um, character moments that, you know, could have been done a whole lot better when, um, spending so much time with, you know, characters that we love for so long, you know, Mm -hmm. and I believe that the writers, because of whatever ambitions that they have after this or whatever, I mean, it's it's whatever. I've heard they're doing Star Wars or whatever, but um, <clears throat> yeah. but um, but I think we were robbed of more episodes that could have ended this. Like the whole Night King thing should have been like at least a half a season. The whole Daenerys thing could have been a half a season. You still could have had them going to, in the order that you had them in. You know, go the Night King first and then Cersei's, you know, second. If that's what you wanted to do, but you needed to tell the story better and a lot longer to make us understand why these characters made the decision that they did. That- if what you're telling me is that the Song of Ice and Fire is Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen coming from the same family, going out right mm-hmm. separating she goes east he goes north having all their adventures and all their adventures coming together to vanquish death mm-hmm. and then 
ending the cycle of violent overthrow that had been gripping the country for 30 years and then disappear from the scene, right? If that's a story that you're telling, I mean, it just seems like the emphasis needed to have been on that in a lot of different places where it wasn't. And you can't go back and fix that when George tells you after four seasons, oh, I guess this is how the end was going to be because I'm not actually finishing the books. Peace. Which feels like so. In their defense, I think that's what happened here. They, 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 I think, they, they George gave them an outline, and they, they followed that outline to a fault. Yeah, and basically, I think there's a way to tell the story using the elements that's going to be very enriching. I think they made a big mistake not taking HBO up on its ten episode order for this year. <laughs> yeah, I think for sure, you know, <laughs> for the last for sure two they seasons, they should have done that. And and you had to wait two years in order to get this. We didn't have I a mean, year between the seasons, um, Scott. That's true. So, you know, for me, I think that, I think that this, you know, they, they get, they got stuck telling the story they had to tell. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think they got wrong footed, uh-huh. but I think that this is a situation where it's a long trajectory. So being off two degrees matters a lot, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one of those things, what's that thing from Apollo 13? Where he's like, they got to hit a target the size of this piece of paper. <laughs> and they're like, but isn't that piece of paper four miles wide? And it's like, that's not as hard. You know, it's not as cool when you say it that way. Uh, <laughs> I think they had to thread that needle, and because it was a real, it was a longer shot. Mm. They were off a little bit, mm. and I just think that tiny difference, you know, a few character scenes, some direct, more direct, showing me that John is in fact a threat to Daenerys, not implying that, showing people clamoring for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe they say right before the battle, maybe Cersei announces that to everybody or something. It's just a little bit more impetus to her flipping out. Yeah, you were close. Yeah, if I just would have seen that, right, and if just. And okay, maybe this is a big thing, and maybe this is a George problem. Like, but the Battle of Winterfell didn't mean anything, and never should have. Never if you, if you would have just taken that episode out and just it, replaced it, it with a card that said that said Arya stabbed my king. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, would it have changed that much? Not, in not, not, not so much. So you know, they didn't have to have a Battle of Winterfell, really. Period. You know, it didn't have to happen, which means it could still be happening. Which means it could be the ominous threats still looming over all of them. Which means if nothing ever would have happened up north, it would have been a red herring and more interesting than it was as is. I would think all right, so. I'm done. Yeah, hey. I don't got nothing else to say about this, guys. So I'm, I'm oh, out. Oh, we, we, we still got a couple <laughs> thing more things to talk about. Let's talk about um, Bran being number one, being the king. And and, and I can't and, even talk about the coda to this because it's like. Because, like, you're going to tease me with this guy's supernatural powers where he has perfect knowledge of everything that's ever happened in the world. And now you're going to make him king and you're never going to pay that off? Never. He's going to make a sly comment about warging and that's it? The whole point of him being king and the reason he'll be a good king is he has complete access to the entire history of the world on tap whenever he needs to know what decision to make. I mean, he's a magical being. Say, instead of Tyrion being like, he's got stories, he'd be like, well, he can see everything. So I guess he should he'd be a good king because he'll know everything, and then everyone would not and be like, I guess that's true because we know he does that. So why do we know? How do we know? Are we just right, taking Brand's word? Or are we taking Brand's word for this? Like, uh, I I don't even want to get into theories like this, boss. I can't even do it right now. Or maybe he's just so, been lying so, about working so, this so, all so, 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 crap so, this whole time. What, what really got me during the um the it was the episode before the um Battle of Winterfell, um the Long mm. Night episode. Where um, they gave an explanation. They finally gave an explanation to why the Night King was doing what he wanted to do. You know, was trying to um, come after, or why the Night King, Night King was on a rampage because he wanted to end the history of man or whatever. Well, well, they better pay that and off. They, and, 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 and 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 all of a sudden, Sam just come. Well, I guess it makes sense because you know, Bran knows all the history of the world, so it only makes sense that he wants to kill Bran. You know, he wants to kill me. Really. Why or how, why couldn't we have find this out from either the Night King himself or some some other way of finding this out, but just through Bran and um um Sam? You know, this to me. Why didn't they tell him that in the tree? They could have easily shown that. He could have, you know, the, the guy could have been the the, the three eyed Raven could have been like, "He'll stop at nothing to get you. Once he knows you're there, nothing can stop him." Right. Boom. Done. <laughs> but that, is that but at, so so but 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 also they 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 said okay well he's tried to um kill other three out ravens before throughout history or whatever so then we shouldn't have been finding that shit out we, in we, season we eight, should have been three. finding this out the whole time you know yep. the crasher's babies never paid off we don't know why how or, or we know they turned him in he turned him into white walkers we don't know what that process was we don't know why they turned into him like that <laughs> 
you know, I, I, I guess did it matter or is, it, or is that Nick picking or whatever? But I think that was there anything special about those guys? Was any? They, I mean, yeah, exactly. Was there anything special about them? All they they could make other were they like you know, or like you know you play a real time strategy game where you can like upgrade a unit and they just upgrade them enough dude, so that dude, they can do dude, crazy dude, stuff like dude, that. They couldn't stop Arya from um killing their their um leader. I know one thing; <sighs> she got past them. It was like it was like, what, like thirteen of them. You know, so I, I, I got I, I have so many thoughts about what I, I probably am just gonna have to write a what what I think should have happened and just be like, this is this is oh, just your, what your, made your, me your happy. fanfic. I'm gonna have to. It's really. I mean, this is the type of stuff that bugs me, and I and I just either that or just I wait until Martin finished the books. You know, he may I don't got that much and, breath uh, yeah, left. I mean, Neither does know, he. Hopefully, it's done in our lifetime. You know, so I mean, somebody's <laughs> lifetime. somebody's lifetime, right? But we don't want him. Obviously, we don't want him handing it off, right? I mean, goodness. He, they could have handed this show that. off. I tell you that. Said that they could have handed this Dan show and David. off. Dan and David. Yeah, really, right? Anyway, <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, Brand Brandon, um, the where the, the his whole whole where were so him being the king is. A spit in our face, and I and yeah. I laughed so hard when they announced it because the whole comedy routine with them leading up to him to the so 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 Tyrion was a prisoner, right? I could have sworn he was a prisoner that you know didn't really have any say so of doing anything, but yet and still he negotiates the King of Kings Landing, the Seven Kings, the Six Kingdoms, or whatever. He negotiate. He's a prisoner I, of I the Unsullied. Explain to me. I want someone to explain to me why Tyrion doesn't tell them that Jon should be the king here. Because uh, the whole point of them betraying Daenerys right. was not just because she was not the best. It was not just to get rid of her because she was too dangerous to be alive. Right. It was because they wanted Jon to be the king instead. And they don't even try to do that, even a little bit. Not even a little. Not even try to make him take the job. They just sent him north. What was the point? Of, what was the point of getting rid of Daenerys then, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that that but, but, I can't but, even but, broker but, but, the brand. Who would have believed John that he was a Targaryen? Who believes anything on this show? What anybody says, you know? The, right. The, uh, it's the, true because the king says it's true, right? Because it, who's the king at this point? You know, the only person right. that had the true power was Danny and the dragon. Everybody would mm-hmm. believe what she said because she had the dragon, and they should. <laughs> and they They'd should. Be right yeah, to. Yeah. 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 Once that element was been crushed from the show after forty five minutes, you know when that I was like, okay, so what the hell is going to happen for the but next forty five minutes? You, you see, Sam, that's why it was a, that's why it was a mistake not to have that whole story happen before the night came, yeah. right? Because the idea is the whole time we're watching this, she's just going to bust these people up, and then you see her do it, right? Mm-hmm. You see her just smash King's Landing, and she's got Drogon, mm-hmm. and in my in my head canon. There's no, there's no, there's no zombie dragon because they never some other mechanism. Right, 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 right. Right, that would be stupid. Right, and, right, right. And John has also been watching her do these gradual atrocities because he's been with her instead of up north trying to fight the Night King. Right. right? He's not doing something noble. He's just watching her burn the Tarleys and he's watching her like, burn, you know, he's doing. She's doing all this stuff. Right. Uh, and then. You know, she d- so they're like, all right, now we're going to turn up north and we're going to turn up north. But she says, and then we'll conquer the entire world or something along those lines. And instead of giving the speech she gives, she uses a lot of fire mm-hmm. wording and allusions to flames and, and stuff saying, I'm going to do this all over the place. Right. Right. So then John kills her, but he can't tame the dragon. So the dragon's gone bye bye. <laughs> that is the anticlimax that should have marked the middle of the season, because taking her out right there would have subverted all the expectations anyone could have for the show. Yes. And yes. put them in a position yes. where now, oh, my God, now we got to figure out what we're going to do up north. And we've been sort of pinning a lot of our hopes on having this dragon to even, you know right, what I mean, to right. give us the edge. That would have that would have brought the stakes up. So that would have put stakes on the show then everyone would have had to sort of band together and try to figure something out, you know. And the Unsullied would have hated Jon Snow. Yeah. But they would have felt like they had to go up north to fight death. Yeah, to fight death. So they had been fighting for King Snow, who they would have derisively been calling that. They would have been calling him King Snow the whole time and, like, messing with him and saying they hate him, but they're just going to get through this one piece. They know they can't. They, they know they can't, like, walk away from it. They have to go north. Maybe Winterfell falls. Maybe maybe this is the the... the um. 
Maybe this is where you get the climax, the actual prophecy BS fulfillment and everything. And guess what? John, John quenching his sword in his love's heart also doesn't fit a prophecy or anything. No. No, that he would be as a, as a certain uh, promised prince, prince who is, promise. you know. Oh, well, I mean, you could argue that um, Arya was a princess because, of course, uh, the tongue doesn't. Um, but see, that's it. That's what would so subvert. That's why it would so further subvert everything yeah. when she's the one that kills the Night King because right. it's being prophesied and ballyhooed and said. Mm-hmm. And he's there and he's been brought back by the Red God. So, you know, he's here for a reason. Right. right? He's still got a purpose. He has to have a purpose because he's here. And then. And then the Night King maybe even kills him, and then Arya kills the Night King. It would be a total subversion of everything. It would have been much better. Anyway, that's the end of that. I can't. I, I got it. So, I can't so we've been really hard on this show, only because we love the show so. I much. I loved every second of this. I for so I, long. I have been waiting for the Drakara scene of episode five for <laughs> literally the whole run of the show. He's been, being like, what he's would, been waiting for the destruction of every man, woman, child ever since. <laughs> I've been saying, essentially, you know what? If you use this dragon the right way, Uh there's no possible way anybody could do anything about it. (laughs) The only thing they did differently than I would have, and and, and during the scene when she just starts destroying everything, like, you know, not the the murder scene, but the scene where she's hitting legit military targets. The only thing I would have done differently is have it happen at night. But And I understand why they did it. It was mostly for production and special effects and making it a look good reason, so I don't have a problem with that. But it's a silent, stealth, fast-moving air force that can go up as high as it can and go down as far as it can. Never runs out of ammunition and can go out of the range of any enemy. Yeah, you know, yeah, enemy, yeah. It was a, it know. was a sight to see, a spectacle oh. to see. And after watching that the second time, I was just like, "Wow!" I, I, I was, I was, and to watch the, uh, something over again after you'd seen it, you know, um, one time already, it's like you already know what's coming, but. You 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 see you grasp the full um, um, elements of everything that's going on. That is a tragic situation that's going on there in that episode. You know, in the, mm-hmm. in that scene, when as soon as she makes the decision that she's going to burn them all, that is a tragedy. And the fact that that is not where her dragon gets shot is a problem for me. <laughs> that I can't. I think that's the thing that maybe would have made the entire thing click, right? Okay. <laughs> the dragon's getting better. Mm-hmm. John's not riding it yet because it can't support a rider. Right. The bells are ringing. She she holds everyone back for a second, and then mm-hmm. then the dragon goes down and she loses it. That You'd almost so 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 like, so, wow. so so yes 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 yes. You're bringing up a great point, Danny. Really, they and, and this is this is really a disservice, and this has nothing to do with Martin not having you know the uh, you not having the smart Martin source material and everything. Danny has cried and whined about these are her children, these are her children. You know she's um um carried and catered to them the whole show. So when the Night King takes her first dragon, you literally have no reaction or emotion coming from her child being taken. You know, with that first dragon, you know, when the Night King first, you know, um, first got it. Okay, so she was sad. So, so we did get a reaction. But there was literally no reaction to me when Bran told her that um, that the Night King has her dragon. It should have been like, what? <laughs> he has who? You know, if that was your child, you know, and he came back as a zombie or whatever. <laughs> you know, you were, you were, to me, you would have some type of emotional. I, I, I'm not a mom, so I can't speak for the moms out there. Please, you know, give us some feedback on how, you know, a mother would feel about yeah. the situation. Yeah, give us give us some feedback on how, you know, having a, losing a child first, going through that whole process, right. and then discovering that your greatest enemy has reanimated your child yes. and used it, turned it into a weapon yes. of mass description, yes. and in fact has already yes. used it to begin the process that will end yes. humanity. Yes, yes. And then the second one, the second one, <laughs> uh, exactly. And then the second one, um, your, um, 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 Euron um, takes out, uh, was it Rhaegal? Yeah. Yeah, takes out Rhaegal, and um, there's, there's, not, there's not nearly enough in the reaction as far as that. 
You know that happens in the episode between the Battle of Winterfell, which would have cemented and, and him the, the the dragon dying in the North would have cemented the reason Danny would never let the North have any sort of independence ever, right? Ever, right? Because she bled there; she lost her child to defend the North, right? Right. So under no circumstances can they have freedom. It would have made that sunk, and it would have told Santa and all the rest of the Starks like you're never throwing this yoke off. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. It would have yeah. given all it, their actions better motivation. It, it would have been a better motivation for her doing the thing that she did, adding in King's Landing versus the way that what, what we've what we've got. You know, tied more. You could even her, you her, could even take the whole trip north out of the equation, Sam. Mm-hmm. Have the wall come down in a different way. Have her get all cocky against to go against the Night King at like last hearth or whatever. Have him take a dragon, and you can still have the whole rest of what you want to have. <laughs> It still could have happened, and she still could have lost that first dragon, lost a second dragon, whatever. She had spare dragons. They were there for a reason, man. <laughs> yeah, spare dragon. I was like, yeah, I got spare kids, so I'll lose a couple He's of wasted them. Dragons. I still got another I mean, kid, you know. They're treating these dragons like they're ice cream cones on a hot that, summer day. That, it's, 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 a lot of things aren't fair. But, I mean, we could go on and on and on about how much we um, we, we hated how it ended and everything. But I, I didn't I, hate it. I gave it a seven. Yeah, well, I think yeah, that's yeah, a solid oh, well, grade. You, I love you're right, you're right, we, right. But I think we're coming off really negative. So, you oh, know, whatever. if if um, the list, if you listeners have been tuning out, you know, well, I, I, I'll just stop it here. This, the, the, the greatest thing this show has done for me has shown me that there is a way for a TV show to not be a TV show, you know, to actually mm-hmm. take his source material or material um, seriously and to subvert TV tropes uh, and to make characters, you know, put really a lot, a lot of depth into characters that wasn't really there before Game of Thrones to me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, whereas you've you've had other shows that have concentrated on one, maybe two, maybe even three characters, but mainly, you know, like the Sopranos, it was always about Tony Soprano and um, yeah. Carmela and everything. You know, um, but other than that, I mean, eh, you know, um, this show had many different cross, many different characters and made us care about um, anybody could have been the lead. They killed off the lead in in nine episodes, you know, the first season. They killed off the very lead of the show and still made us um, hang on for, um, you know, eight seasons and everything. Um, yeah. It was it, to me, the legacy of the show is still there. You know, um, because it was such a great journey, such a great ride. Um, I'm not a Debbie Downer of the show. I just um, didn't wait, like the way the ending was handled. But as yeah. an overall, um, 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 uh, just remembering this show and everything, uh, I, I, I would always get excited for each week that came up. You know, the just uh, uh, any any time, you know, it. Um, I had to watch the show five times in the beginning in order for me to get into it. And I finally got wow. into it, and then Joffrey died, and I was like, all of a sudden, like, this is unexpected. <laughs> this, this, this is this is some crazy stuff right here. Ned dying, you know, Joffrey dying, um, um, the Red Wedding happening, and everything. This is not your usual TV show. Yeah, it was a great. I mean, thing. I, I think that this is gonna, this is really gonna usher in, I think, a real, you know the real golden age of television where now Uh it's economically viable to drop, you know, a movie budget on a season of television, you know? Yes. It's economically viable to say, we're going to spend, Mm -hmm. we're going to spend what it costs to make it look right because there's a profit in that. I I think that for what, what the show's done for, you know, genre specific storytelling in general, the fact that it is the first adaptation of the first new major IP and fantasy and, and, and really in 30, 40 years, maybe 50 years, maybe all the way back to Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is going to be... On a TV format. Emphasize that on a TV format. Not in the movies, on TV. Well, I'll say this. that I mean, like the a Song of Ice and Fire, the intellectual property world itself. Okay. Right? I'm talking okay. about that writ large. Okay. That is the biggest fantasy property since Lord of the Rings. Okay. The biggest new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're it's right. It's enormous. Mm-hmm. And so they're always going to be looking at this. You know, when they show you... When you see like the uh, the Bram Stoker Dracula adaptation from 1920, mm-hmm. you know, and you see like how it goes through time and stuff, this is the first one you're going to see about Game of Thrones, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. I, I think right. that you're right. The world that's built, you know, the reason some of this feels a little bit like unsettling at the end is that the world is so deep, and there's nothing about the ending of this show that I think impacts that. Uh, I think that the world is still uh, viable. You know, the world of Planetos, the world of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. 
I think that that we'll look back at sort of the divisiveness here, and we'll kind of probably we'll probably because we'll see more about what the White Walkers are. I, I think in the end we're gonna give this higher marks because we're gonna understand. Oh well, none of that could have happened because there really were rules set up around the Night King that we will find out about. Well, right? well, well. I, I think I think you, <laughs> ironically, you you got a um element of fantasy hitting with reality, and what I mean by reality is the reality of life and and people who are actually acting and telling these stories and stuff. You know, people, the showrunners, actors, actresses, and everything. They still had they they they're the ones that are actually coming, you know, with us, tell, you know, telling these stories and everything. So but time goes on. People get tired. You know, people have other things that they want to do. And unfortunately, you know, for those who have been invested in something for so long and everything, you know, um, like you said, this this is a rich story that could have been told really over probably maybe like two or three more seasons or whatever. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't, we, we now see that it wasn't rated to be ended as, but as fast as it was ended, but nevertheless it ended because that's just the lifespan of doing a TV show or what have you, you know, um, other TV shows, walking dead, I'm looking at you, you know, could have <laughs> ended a long time ago, as far as I'm concerned, you know, because they're just spinning their wheels and, 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 and these, these network shows that, um, do things like that, just spin their wheels until people get tired of it. I mean, that's one thing, but um, to have a show as rich and as deep and as pleasurable, really, as Game of Thrones and in the world that Martin created and the world that they gave us with these actors, actresses and stories and stuff is is as um, is a thing that's just happening right now, whereas they're in uncharted territory. And whereas what, what you said, when the next thing comes along, they'll have a better grasp on how to deal with telling a story especially over a long period of time i think we're gonna see like i think we're gonna see these prequel series come out and there's gonna be more books and it's gonna sprawl and we're gonna be talking about the original game of thrones uh-huh. and eventually we'll hear whispers that now that they actually know how it ends and they're gonna make it so that it's foreshadowed right and the prophecies are in there right and they don't mess up the story with Cersei ending up on the throne because that's not how it happens in the books. And there will be little things like that mm-hmm. that they'll talk about. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll get an animated series. <laughs> and maybe we'll get, you know, I always say animated series because I feel like, you know, the budgets are more reasonable there. Right. Also, I like to see John DiMaggio get work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are my two main things for talking about animated series. Right. Uh, but eventually there will be whispers that they're going to redo it and they'll talk about it and they'll redo it and it'll be some sort of stylistic difference. Like they'll play up the fantasy a little more. Or they'll be wearing like, they'll be doing way more of the armor that looks insane. And maybe they'll be showing the battles more, you know, I mean, there'll be something else about it. That'll be different. And, and we'll always kind of look back to, to game of Thrones as the epoch of this. And we'll talk about, I, you know, uh, this is what, this was the, the dividing line in, this, in a certain this, way. In this culture. was, a, um, like, like star Wars when it came out, this was yes. an integral point of, of, of sci-fi fantasy history that um you can point to that um that really captured the pop culture that really captured a lot of people that aren't in in fantasy there's a lot of people that were in this for like the whole politics of it which is fine but it was a great marriage of fantasy and politics where you never really had that you know in a um in a um in a pop culture medium ip such as this you know the, the characters didn't believe any of the fantasy elements, but they were really concerned about the political stuff and everything. But yet there were fantasy elements that were out there that were existing in the world that didn't that did not overtake the politics. I think one of the big things that uh, that Lord of the Rings, I don't and, and you can, you know, uh, just correct me if I'm wrong. It really didn't get into the politics of what George George subverted a lot of well, stuff. Well, there is no politics in Lord of the Rings because exactly. the kings are always rightful kings mm-hmm. or they're lord. So there's not any of that sort of infighting. I mean, there's a little bit in Rohan, but it's more straight. Right. And so George wanted to tell a dirty story that everyone did the stuff that made sense. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wanted to tell a more of a real, still add to fantasy elements, but he wanted to tell something that was more down to earth. Um, that people can actually relate to and understand or, 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 or the logical pro- progressions of a man or a woman possessing power and how that would um and how that would um you know how that would make them act and how the people around them mm-hmm. would act how society would look at them how um you know just the world would take that you know um yeah. how and 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 we got that we got that in this show i i have to say we did get a lot of that in the show and i hope whatever comes after this 
um, you know, or be able to take those those things, those lessons, and expand upon them. Maybe not necessarily Game of Thrones. Maybe it may be some a spinoff or something that um, you know, that's not you know Game of Thrones IP, but just something that'll captivate. It'll it's going to be something out else out there that's coming along. You know, um, I'm actually will be interested to see what this world that Arya is going to visit. <laughs> that's Westeros. I know, right? Everyone's talking about that as a good spinoff option, and who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, what's really nice about this this adaptation is those guys are all young, really young, mm-hmm. and they're like 22, 23, uh-huh. 25, mm-hmm. maybe Kedarrington mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty years from now, going back to this world to see what's happened to it isn't going to be impossible. Not at all. Most likely, Not- they're all going to be there. And you want to show me if any of them are still kicking around? Maybe it's weird. Maybe Kit Harrington looks the same in ten in twenty years because it's just bearded. It's just bearded. He can come back anytime and claim his throne. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, the Unsullied are gone. They left. What? what who cares if they're a man? Right. right. They're not coming back. Right. And John's there. Hey, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the show has been great. Uh, uh, don't don't uh, we we spent a lot of time we 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 our, our passion is so great about this show that we spent a lot of time um you know talking about some of the things that we didn't like that happened because our passion is so great that's just yeah. the, that's just a uh, passion and this, pa- this 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 fan base has been so passionate and we have every right to critique because we've been so invested in, you know into it for so long so that's just that's just that's just the way it is you know yep. but that doesn't mean that we didn't love it that doesn't mean that we didn't care about it or else we not we wouldn't be talking about it we wouldn't be so animated and so um you know so um what i want to say here just just the way we are about the way the beginning the uh, middle and the ending of this show is you know yep. and we want more <laughs> i want to see i i'm gonna i'm gonna rewatch it i mean i, I definitely want to rewatch it knowing how it ends now mm-hmm. go back to the beginning <laughs> and really see like if I put my my viewing cap on, you know, can I see the seeds of this planet early? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Okay. Now that's as much as I, you can say about a show, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. I was talking to someone today about the show Friends. Uh huh. You know, and I said, uh, you know, what well, I I decided recently I was gonna watch the season of Friends from when I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And then I said, and then just go around the horn. And she knew exactly what I meant, which is and just start Friends over. <laughs> Once I got to the end of Friends, right? Uh. You know, for me, there's not a better compliment I can give to a show mm-hmm. than I want to watch it again already. <laughs> and for me, Game of Thrones is on that list. Friends is, is a joke more than anything, but I think Friends is pretty good, but it's a good background yeah, music. Yeah, good, good. Like, like Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. The Office, Office. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. probably Breaking Bad's on this list for me, and The Sopranos. Yeah. And Game of Thrones is that is on that list now. Yeah, uh, it's, so it's, for a, me, it's a top five show. Absolutely. Yeah. Even, even considering that... Things that I think that a writer's room should be able to figure out in two years. <laughs> Some stuff like that wasn't, you know, awesome. But yeah, we'll, we'll be. Hey. I guess we'll be kinder in hindsight and everything. Things always look a little rosier after you left it. Uh, we're still in the moment of, you know, things just ending. I mean, we could talk. Things. We could have talked for an hour and been like just kissing each other in the face here and being like, "Oh, I agree with you," and it was amazing, and it was wonderful, and it was amazing, yeah. and it was wonderful. But would you guys have really enjoyed that? I don't know. You know, you want to download the podcast? <laughs> you weren't already there. <laughs> Send us some You gotta feedback. be at least this big of a fan to play. <laughs> we know our audience. Oh man, yeah. Send us some feedback and let us know what you think. You know, um, yeah. we we you know appreciate it. Maybe we'll even revisit this a year from now, seeing how you know how hindsight benefits us. You know, with, with uh, our perspective of this show. You know, after Scott watches it again, I've seen this show about five times over already. I'll probably wind up <laughs> watching this um, season again. Maybe, <laughs> maybe after about a couple months, I'll watch it again just to gain perspective. But uh, I'll, I'll even put it down. We're going to be back in a year on another Nerd Den talking about this just to get our, 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 yeah. our hindsight perspective about this show. I'm going to tell you right now, the one <laughs> thing, the number one thing mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say is why isn't everyone terrified of these dragons <laughs> in an existential and dreading way? As soon as they're like, this girl has dragons, everyone should be immediately like, we have to kill her today. There should be no question about it because they all know what these dragons do. And Aegon the Conqueror is like they're George Washington, right? Like none of this is any sort of uh, is any surprise. But all this, right, I this, can't. I, this, we could talk for hours. Yeah, we, we could. But it also makes me um, wish Tywin Lannister was alive because how who would he reacted? Of knowing that the White Walkers, White Walkers actually existed, and that there were dragons, because as he soon was, as he saw that dragon, he'd be like, "We'll do it smart. We'll bend the knee." <laughs> That's what he would say. He would have. He, he would have sent his troops up north. 
You know, he wouldn't have kept him behind like Cersei did, you know, or at least send part of his armada up, up north just to, to just to have enough to, um, you know, to, to, to say he was involved or whatever. You know, um, Tywin would have did so many things different once he found out. I, I, I like I like stuff like that because it makes a non-believer into a believer. When you put yep. him up against something that's so incredible that they're so bullheaded and so um and and uh, uh has their foot in the ground, I love character um actions like that. When you make a um character that is so you know steadfast in their beliefs, um um, um presented with something that is just impossible, and you have them look at it through their eyes, it it just creates so much. So much more, so, so much, so much more deeper character elements. I would have loved for Tywin Lannister to have been, you know, one of the last men standing. Yeah, but alas, hey, you know, he's gone, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, send us some feedback. Nerds, nerds at nerdcyclopedia Follow us on all social media outlets: um, Instagram, um, Twitter, um, Facebook. We're there. You know, basically, make sure that you um check out our um. Um, Sam and Scott are watching Watchmen podcast and, you know, yeah. um, um, join our, check um, out our videos. Yeah. Check our videos on YouTube. We're there too. You know, um, um, we are everywhere. So <laughs> any, any last words there, Scott, uh, rate us five stars or I'm giving you the business. Oh man, please do, man. I'm, I, Scott has been trying to give you the guys a business for so long. It's been like, oh, Hey, someone's going to do the it. Business. Rate us five stars guys. Ah. See ya. So yeah, like I said, just like a little tiny miss. Just tiny misses. Maybe the episode made me want to do incredible. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> just turn green and angry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>